Okay, good morning. I'd like to uh, talk about one specific uh, feature of Abraham's life that the Torah, to a certain extent, alludes to from the beginning until the end with regards to who he was. At the beginning of Parashat Lech Lecha, we'll begin there, uh, the Torah describes how there was a famine in the land, and in turn, Abraham needed to go down to Egypt. Upon emerging from Egypt, where he had a difficult time, the Torah describes how Abraham was now a very wealthy person. But then... As he's making his way back into Eris Kenan, the Pasuk describes his travels. And it says specifically, Vayelech lemasa'av, minere ve'ad bet'el, ad hamakom asher hayasham, aholova techila ben bet'el uben ha'al. Pasuk describes how he goes upon his travels. And in turn, he re-encounters the places he had been to and he had visited and in turn built a misbeach beforehand. It's a little bit of an extra wording in the Pasuk that it describes he goes on his travels. It could instead have said, quite simply, he traveled back or he traveled and re-encountered the places he'd been to. Rashi, citing from the Midrash, picking up on those words, Vayelech lemasa'av, he went on his travels. Rashi quotes from the Hachamim that the interpretation to this is, when he returned from Egypt, Rashi cites from the Midrash that this is a description of Abraham going on the same path and staying in the same places that he did when he initially had traveled down to Egypt and through Kenan in the first place. Let me review that quickly with you. Abraham, before going into Egypt, was not a wealthy man. Let's put it in today's terminology. He was sleeping in uh, holiday inns and, uh, I don't know, they still around Motel 6s, right? That's what I'd Come imagine. On, yeah, not that bad? Airbnb. Airbnbs, uh, but the lower level, yeah. I imagine. I know words, that's Abraham on his way into Egypt. He was not a wealthy person. I don't know if he was dirt poor, but I don't know if, if you're staying in any hotel, I don't think you're that poor. Uh, so I think he was staying in a very simple, steady uh, type of lodging, motel uh, uh, type of lifestyle. He leaves Egypt, that's the Hidush here. He leaves Egypt, that's the Hidush in the Rashi. Vayelech lemasa'av is a description of how he stayed grounded. He still, whereas now he can be, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really show that I don't know anything. He could be now staying in the, I don't know, Ritz-Carlton, or am I all right with that one? Or the uh, St. Regis or something of that sort. Four Seasons, thank you. I, say, I, I did my research before the class. Um, he could now be staying in those. Instead, says the Pasuk, according to the rabbi's understanding, he's staying in the same places. He had a certain grounded spirit. His personality was one in which, even as he grew in wealth, his way of life stayed the same simple, appropriate one that he had known beforehand. I remember once reading from uh, Rabbi Yaakov Galinsky. He was known as a Magid. He was an individual who was very good at telling stories, good derashot. He told how 30-plus years after being in Europe in a place which was called Navardic, where the rabbi, Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky's father, he was known as the Stipler Gaon, we all know him, fantastic. He wrote a book called Kihilot Yaakov. Not filling that one in for me. <laughs> anyway, so it says how one of the rabbis from Navarre came to visit in Benebrak. So this is decades after the yeshiva life, decades removed from the old Eastern European world, etc. And Rabbi Yafin, who was visiting, went to Rabbi Galinsky and said, could we go visit uh, Rabbi Kanievsky? So he brought him on a Mozart Shabbat. He brought the rabbi to 
revisit and uh, become acquainted again with the stipler. And as they entered into his home on Mosai Shabbat, if I remember correctly, they saw a simple table with a simple tablecloth with a little leftover fish from Shabbat meal for his Melaveh Malka and some crusted bread on the side. And as they were walking in and then on the way out, Rabbi Yafin turned to Rabbi Galinsky and said, the same Rabbi Kanievsky from 30 years ago may have gone through much in life, may have grown in stature, prominence, and fame, but it's the exact same one. He's in a different place. He's years removed. I'll add, maybe his beard is now whiter than it was beforehand. Same individual, unchanged, grounded in his way of life, of what he knew to be true. It's not to say that you need to run away from fancy and nice things. It is a certain character of heart and soul to understand who you are. And I think Avraham, from the onset of his journey, at least in the eyes of the rabbis, teaches us that. What do I mean from beginning until end? I refer to the last pasuk in this week, or one of the last pesukim in this week's parasha. It's after Akedat Yitzhak. You see, leading up to the Akedah, the pesukim describe how Abraham and Yitzhak yahdav. It says twice that they walked together. And Rabbi Hirsch, in his commentary to the Torah, suggests that that word yahdav, as opposed to biyahad, both meaning together, yahdav, has a certain depth to it. We can be walking together, and I don't know you from Adam, or I'm not friendly with you. We're biyahad. If it's yahdav, his suggestion is, that's a certain connection. It's a certain depth of connection. That's Abraham and Tzhak on the way to Akedah. Much understood to each of us. Father and son, I always imagine them holding hands the way I used to when I would walk to synagogue with my father on Shabbat. We always held hands. That's Abraham and Yitzhak. It's just my picture of it. But then, as Akedah Yitzhak finishes, as all comes to an end, now listen for a moment and remember what happened there. Abraham rose in terms of his stature, certainly his greatness as a spiritual leader and future role model of Am Yisrael. After Akedah Yitzhak, he and even Yitzhak together with him, who were they at this point? They were weren't the same people. They may have been spiritual leading up to it. At this point, they're the greatest. At this point, they're walking away. I have to imagine they should be greeted by crowds who are cheering for them and standing up for them. And the Pasuk says, Vayashu Abraham el Ne'arav, Vayakumu Vayelechu Yahdav el Be'er Shava. He comes back to his Ne'arim, uh, to the helpers, the people who he left at the foot of the mountain when he was going for the spiritual journey with his son. People who weren't holding in the same spiritual heights of he and Yitzhak. He comes together with them. He walks on a higher level connectedness to them. Avraham, who had risen in spirituality, his ruhaniyut had hit the heights of heaven. And those ne'arim, the people handling his animals and food for the journey, he and they walk back together. It's a challenge each of us have. I know it from spousal circumstances, father and child, father as a husband and wife. Sometimes one person in the family grows in terms of their spiritual connection and finds a certain disconnect with their family members, oftentimes with friends as well. To grow in spirituality is important. It's what we're seeking. It's what we're searching for in life. Abraham, indeed, is an individual who constantly is seeking, searching, and growing. 
But as you reach that, as you continue to grow in your own way throughout your life, are you still able to be grounded to the extent that you could still see eye to eye with the people around you? Are you still able to walk hand in hand with not only your son who may have grown with you, but the other person as well? Abraham from beginning to end, both in physical and material with regards to his wealth, the way the rabbis see it, that he didn't need to now be staying in the uh, glamorous uh, hotels. He's still in the same ones because he's a grounded individual. It was no different with regards to his spiritual sense. As a leader, Avraham, in my mind, was a paradigm. You see, because as an individual, we can grow. We can grow in our spirituality. We don't need to be the same as others anymore. We don't need to see eye to eye. You want to seek something greater than that. You want to be a leader. You want to be a person that can influence positively people around you. You need to learn that lesson from Avraham. You need to be able to set your mind to it and be able to follow through with staying grounded in respect to engagement with others, engagement with life and anything that comes your way as you grow to be able to at the same time know how to maintain that equilibrium with regards to engagement with others, the world around you, and your own general life. Baruch Adonai Amen, amen.